once knew these two guys. Each, in their own way, had had it all. And blew it. Left with broken brains and battered bravery, having to find parts of themselves they had seen in film and cinema. But who were they anymore? If they were going to do this, it needed to be the most thorough search for identity ever undertaken. Welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast with your hosts, Ben Groves and Rob McFarland. This episode contains spoilers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And my name is Rob McFarlane. Welcome to the show where two best friends with arguably terrible mental health use movies as a way of distracting themselves, overanalyze movies instead of overanalyzing themselves. It's kind of part self-analysis, part movie analysis and all fun. Yeah. But in in spirit of that, I feel like it's important before we get into what we're doing, Ben, how are you doing? I am doing good, buddy. I I'm working a dangerous job. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'm a, like I've never felt as good as you look today. It's pissing me off. Thanks, man. <laughs> I've been I've been working out a lot. I've been running with the dog a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm working a dangerous job, man. Right. I work in a pawn shop, right? O R N A W N pawn. Right. I was P- going to say P A W N pawn. Like working in a pawn shop. I would walk in, make eye contact with you, spin on my heels and walk back again. Yeah, it would be out of business in a week. You wouldn't be able to walk into a pornography shop, see this face and then take it seriously. Although I would probably walk in, look at you and go, he knows his stuff. Why? I genuinely, I don't even remember the fucking last time I watched porn. I have no clue how it works. They'd come in and be sort of like, have you got this video? And I'd be like, oh, is that the two dead-eyed heroin addicts fucking for money? Yeah. Where is it? Everywhere. Okay, no, you've shown you're an experience there. You really don't know what's up to you. <laughs> I've got you're no clue. The, you're watching the bad professional stuff. I've got no clue. I don't know what it is. Oh, AWN. You're, you're a- working in a... Yeah, right. I work in a, in a porn store, right? Sublime. P-A-W... Sublime. Thank you. Yeah. And it is full to the rafters of horror memorabilia, movie yeah. memorabilia, like, but not... Are you saying that people that are into your genre of film don't tend to be that financially successful in life? No, I'm saying that no one buys this shit, so it ends up in porn stores, right. and then the porn stores get to sell it off a little bit cheaper than normal. Right, okay, yeah, Dangerous yeah. job for me. Yes. Look behind me. All yes. the shit that you see here has been- Will one like, day end up at your work. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I'm fully, I'm fully down to relapse at 60, and I feel like at 59, I'm going to flog all this shit to buy enough whiskey and heroin to kill a small horse. That's yeah, my yeah. 60th birthday. That's pretty good. I like yeah. that. Yeah, but other yeah, than yeah. already spending all my fucking money on latex masks and Digimon Tamagotchis, how are you, buddy? Sorry, I thought you said you were AWN. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little column A, little column B. You know yeah, what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, I'm i a little bit ill. I, I've just woken no. up from a nap. But you look um, good, though, considering you're ill. It's good, the lighting, mate. I've got enough high-beam LED in my face now. I'm, I'm trying mm. to, on the YouTube channel, make sure that I look like the ghost of a Victorian child that died of tuberculosis. If I, if I look it, like mate. a dead 21-year-old, Smashing mwah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, bit, so, bit. yeah, I'm doing all right. I'm a little bit under the weather. My life is... Uh, long-time listeners will know that I my life is on fire. 
that's beginning to settle down and I'm just beginning to good to sort of pick myself back up again. So that's good. I probably won't bring what that was to the pod, but who knows? I tend to not have a filter. So maybe in a year or two, I'll be like, do you remember that time I killed that homeless person? <laughs> and you'll be like, well, yeah, we've not. Oh, I've just done it. Shit. I was going to say, if there's ever a quick edit, that's one. Right? <laughs> that's one right there, right? <laughs> what are we doing today, Ben? Right. Got a bone to pick with you. You brought Oscar season to the table, right? I did. You were the one that said, Ben, we're going to do Oscar season. It's going to be great. Mm. First movie we're doing, boom, Saltburn. Watch it get nominated for everything. It was nominated for fuck all. The start (laughs) of our Oscar season has (laughs) zero Oscar nominations in it. So I was like, okay, you know what? Let me look into it. Let me research it. Let me get watching. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Looked into it. Everything is soft this year. Right. So what are we doing? (laughs) <laughs> the one film that I was gasping to see at the cinema based on one trailer that I saw that one time. Right. Past Lives. Nice. Right. Nice. Okay, yeah. That's is going to be fun. Yeah. An A24 fucking romance drama. I was like, yes, sign me up for that shit straight away. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What were you uh, thinking A24? So like she was going to end up inside a lit on fire bear. Yeah, Midsommar 2. <laughs> How let down were you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it, but fuck me, mate. This is this was a sharp, sharp left turn from what I was expecting. I, I did wonder how much uh, the autist had understood. Like, because... Yeah. Okay. I, how much I, I understood the-, the assignment that you brought to the fucking table. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's Oscar season. <laughs> And then you were like, okay, poor things. I'm like, well, I've not seen that yet. It's not on wide release for streaming, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you were like, okay, okay. And then I'm like, oh, what film are we doing next week? You're like, oh, um, I don't know. I've not really seen any Oscar nominations yet. And I'm like, okay, well, do you want to pick one? Past Lives. I'm like, okay, an autistic man's picked the romance movie. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the film that is nothing about, that is about nothing but pure human emotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's lean into that one, shall we? Well, so, Past Lives came out in 2023. It did. by Celine Song. It's her directorial debut. She did do some TV. Uh, Wheel of Time, that massive Amazon flop. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I want to watch it now. Sure. Had a budget of $12 million and it made a tidy $21 million, Yeah. Which for, you know, two Korean Americans staring at one another is not a bad turnover. For two hours. Uh, why, why Past Lives? Was it the trailer in the A24 thing? I watched this trailer once. And it was, it It just looked gorgeous. It mm. looked gorgeous. It looked tense. It looked like the trailer was giving you just enough to be like, ooh, what's the meat in that film going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gasping yeah. to see it. I missed it at the cinema. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was busy at the time, but it's been on the back burner for a little while. So the second that you brought this this season to the, uh, to the table, I was like, fucking yes, I'm doing it. I'm getting into mm. it. It's going to be mint. It is going to be mint. Turns out. Yep. We were both right. <laughs> I hate that phrase. It's for different reasons. <laughs> for different reasons. But yep. we're going to get into that. We are going to get into that. This is quite possibly mm. one of the greatest love stories of recent times. You really think so? One of the greatest love stories of recent times. And this is this is only uh. after a few watch-throughs and much much studying right because obviously first time through was like did you have to sit down with a sheet of paper that had facial expressions on it and then just pause the movie and go (laughs) (laughs) so in this scene she is happy okay dick 
dick. I was just about to be like, I'll have a notepad that I sat down with the film. You just fucking mate. We spent too much time together. We're finishing each other's. It's so fucking upsetting. What were you going to say? Sorry. Jokes. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> Uh, so for long time listeners, they'll know that this is where we do a little spoiler warning. We like to talk quite in depth about the film, uh, kind of what it means and a lot of the subtext, which means for those of you that haven't seen this film or aren't planning to see it, we're going to do a breakdown. Yeah. Now, last week, you paint out lack of self-control so eloquently. It's incredible. <laughs> this is where we really get into the nitty gritty of the mise-en-scene. Mm. We start to digest the story and its meanings. No, we don't have self-control. Right. right. Now, oh, so that's <laughs> so, a wee thing now, is it? That's a wee thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we not both sober from class A drugs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Continue on your continue on your thought process of how you ben, have wonderful ben, self-control. Ben wrote last week's breakdown. I did. And there were a few sentences in there that were a, were a little fruity <laughs> and a little bit difficult for me to read out. You contributed to it. So yeah. I've written it this week and uh, it's written with love and appreciation. I'll start. Oh, you've only just put this in as well. What the fuck? It's the year 2000 in Seoul, Korea, and 12-year-old kids Na Young and Hae Sung get a crush on each other at school. Na Young's mm-hmm. parents let the kids go on a little date, hoping to make some memories for her before the whole family leaves for Canada. The effect on Hae Sung's poor developing little feelings is apparently not an issue. Because fuck that guy, apparently. Uh, Na Young chooses <laughs> the Western name Nora for herself, and the two lose touch. Ben, your turn. Thank you. A dozen years hence, a, hey, a dozen years hence, circa 2012, Hasung hath completed his martial tenure whilst Nora <laughs> hath traversed to the towering tapestry of New York City. You are an absolute cunt for this. Do you know how difficult this is? On a serendip, mate. <laughs> Serendipitous. What the yeah. fuck is this? Serendipitous. Serendipitous. Yeah, yeah. That's not serendipitous. how you say. Yeah, yeah. Serendipitous. On a serendipitous day, Nora stumbles upon Hasung's proclamation <laughs> upon the vast expanse of Facebook, <laughs> seeking the elusive Na Young, <laughs> ignorant of her n- nom <laughs> nom nom mate. Nomenclatural metamorphosis. What's difficult about that, Ben? Yeah, that one. Nomen- nomenclate- nomenclatural metamorphosis. They reunite through the medium of digital visage. Yep. Yet the fates decree against... What the fuck <laughs> is this? I don't even understand what I'm saying half of this shit. <laughs> they reunite through the medium of digital visage. Yet the fates decree against their corporeal communion... For Nora hath charted her course <laughs> towards a writer's so sojourn, so sojourn, yeah, yeah. sojourn. So, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> In the hallowed hamlet of Montauk, whilst Hasung embarks upon a transoceanic odyssey to the celestial realm of China <laughs> for a linguistic liaison in Mandarin, I yeah. understand about thirty percent of what I've just read. Just want to put that out there. So there's a lot, lot more of this, and I'm happy for us to swap, right? You're such a dick. Do you know what's just clicked as well? When right. you were saying yesterday when we were planning out this episode, mm. you were like, "Yeah, leave a bit of time for the breakdown, mate. It's going to yeah. take a while." You, copy, <laughs> you pasted it in last second, and I'm like, "This isn't that long." Nah, now I get it. Yeah, now I get it. Yeah. yeah so right. for time, should we swap? No, fuck you. I'm doing All it. All right, fine. 
I'm going to smash this out of the park. Am I understand it? No. <laughs> After many months or perhaps years of being in touch digitally, Nora decides that their inability to meet in person has made talking to each other too difficult. Mm-hmm. She has her writer's course to complete, and Sung won't be done learning Mandarin in China for even longer. During their break, Nora starts her residential writer's course and meets Arthur, and the two fall in love. She even explains a cute Korean concept called Inyung, the belief that those who were important to each other in past lives will reconnect in this one. After 8,000 such encounters, you become soulmates. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm literally sweating. <laughs> you are? Oh, I feel like I'm taking a fucking exam. <laughs> a dozen additional cycles elapse, finding Arthur and Nora entwined in marital... Marital... Marital bonds? Yep. Ensconed. Ensconced. Ensconced. <laughs> ensconed. They're ensconed. German cream. Once a month. Ensconced within the bustling bosom... Of- this is fucking shocking. Let me try this. Let me try this. <clears throat> A dozen additional cycles elapse, finding Arthur and Nora entwined in marital in marital bonds, ensconced within the bustling bosom of New York. Mm. Pasang, estranged from his <laughs> his erstwhile paramour, embarks upon a pilgrimage to rendezvous with Nora in the city's labyrinth streets. Arthur, beset by existential quandaries, <laughs> what the fuck is this? contemplates whether he stands as an impediment to the fruition of their amorous saga conceding to Nora his lingering apprehensions (laughs) that she espoused him solely to procure a verdant ticket to US domicile (laughs) green card yeah yeah. (laughs) she married for a green card is essentially what that entire (laughs) waffle just said right Mint. Maybe. That's what he's worried about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You uh, look husband. like a Victorian ghost. I'm talking like one. Do you know how fucking hard this is to function as a person? I'm literally sweating. This is so... This is... Right. Nora, resolute in her devotion, solemnly reaffirms her undying affection for Arthur. Mate, you're smashing this. There's another one! Mine's just as hard. Right. The following night, the three go out for dinner. <laughs> Initially, Nora translates, but eventually speaks with Hasung only in Korean. He wonders what they were to each other in their past lives and what would have happened if she had never left South Korea and they had stayed together. When Nora goes to the bathroom, Hasung apologizes to Arthur for speaking alone with Nora, but Arthur says he is glad to have met him. Oh, yeah, you're struggling with that one, mate. <sighs> yeah, you're right there, bud. A lot of long words, you know. You're right there, mate. Yes. Yeah, right. just... <clears throat> Let me just bust out this easy one real quick. Ready for this? Yeah, Boom. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you, Dyslex Luther. Ready? <laughs> they reconvene at the hallowed halls of Arthur and Nora's urban abode. <laughs> You're such a dick. This is the poshest thing. I feel off. I'm like cringing on the inside. The poor person in me is like, you posh cunt. <laughs> Hasung extends a cordial invitation for them to journey to the realm of South Korea. The realm of South Korea. Summoning forth an Uber <laughs> to facilitate their impending sojourn. Mm. Right. Nora, 
in silent solidarity, <laughs> lingers beside him, engrossed in a profound exchange of glances, laden with unspoken profundity. <laughs> <laughs> Until the designated conveyance arrives at their doorstep. <laughs> Hayson wonders whether they were, at that moment, experiencing a past life and asks Nora what their relationship will be in their next life. She says she does not know. Hayson says, I'll see you then. He leaves in the car and she walks back to her apartment, crying into Arthur's waiting arms. So to recap, two mates in Korea, they have a bit of a date when they're at school. She moves to America. Mm. And over the next 24 years, they keep reconnecting. Mm -hmm. There's obvious like really strong chemistry there. They click really well. But in one of the 12 year gaps, she marries a guy that she also clicks with mm. and they all end up going for dinner. And there's a bit of a love triangle, except there's no resentment. And, and in the end he's like, no, you're really happy. I'm out. Um, I'll see you in the next life. Yeah. 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 Mate, honestly, we mm. are only like 10, that took 10 minutes. I was expecting us. Why I didn't do, I didn't do too many notes. I thought we'd still be here 45 minutes in. You absolutely <laughs> nailed such, that. Such a cunt for that. Thank you, by the way, but you absolutely nailed it, mate. Like, like I, I'm beginning <laughs> to doubt you even have dyslexia. Do you know what this is, right? I put a nom nom bum joke in my, yeah. <laughs> I put one line that says, I Rob McFarlane wrote this mm. nom nom bum. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the whole input. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. yeah. And what you've done right there mm. is you've put me under exam conditions where I feel like uh, I feel like I've got my old secondary school teacher leaning over my shoulder mm. going, read Romeo and Juliet aloud, mm. yeah, standing yeah, yeah, yeah. up yeah, yeah. in front of the class. I'll tell you when to stop. Yeah, yeah. And getting three quarters of a chapter of the way through of everyone pissing themselves because I'm like, Doth he not know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No fucking clue what I've been saying. What you've done is you've given a pervert an opportunity to correct bad behavior. <laughs> yeah. And if there's one thing I've learned over the last two weeks is that people fucking love correcting that shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Holy. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to lie to you, mate. My first watch through on this. I <laughs> panicked because I was like, right. I might be too autistic for this film. <laughs> yeah, it was like the night before record as well at the time. We've 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 rescheduled, but I was I remember yeah, being yeah. like, oh, have you watched Past Lives yet? You're like, no, I'm cracking it on now. I'm like, yeah. ooh. Getting it in, mate. Ooh. I'm desperate to watch this. I'm going to fucking smash out the, yeah. I'm gonna smash out the view for pleasure. Mm-hmm. I'm going to skip it back to the beginning, get the fucking notes viewing done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Knock out bosh, 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 get it done and dusted. Fucking no, mate. <laughs> watched it through once and was like I don't fucking know what just happened for the last two hours I have one note and that is Mm. "Uh," because (laughs) all this is this whole film right it was Mm. just it was just emotions there was Mm -hmm. no logic there were really subtle ones too really subtle expressions of them the most it's the fucking most delicate film yeah 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 it's it's like it's like being caressed with a feather but the yeah, feather yeah. is also in a different room. Do you know what do I mean? Doritos, do you remember Doritos 3D? No. How they were really... What? You don't remember puffy Doritos? A normal Doritos 2D? Like, I thought... <laughs> like, we live in... We, like, our reality is Look, 3D, don't right? Pull me up, don't pull me up on the, on the errors that the marketing department at Doritos made. If they were on TikTok back in the day, I'm telling you, it would have lasted two weeks before someone in PR was like, I can't be Let fucked. Let it go. Let it go. No, I don't remember Doritos 3D. They were delicate. 
Okay, so this is a delicate film, and I was I was like I had similar struggles when I watched Hellraiser for the first time because I was like, what? Okay, hear me out. I, I don't fuck? understand that film. Well, the first time I watched it, I was like, I don't get it because just get a different boyfriend. Who gives a shit about Goopy Frank in the attic? Right. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. clearly just a Goopy mess. Why are you going through yeah, but- all this effort? Get a better boyfriend. <laughs> That's all that went through my head. There was no fucking logic there. I'm like, why? Why? Right. Why? Because only, only Goopy Frank scratches that itch of, oh, he's a bit naughty. What do you mean he's a bit naughty? He's a fucking, he's a bowl of soup for like the first yeah. quarter of that film. Fuck. <laughs> Half of you in love with a bowl of soup. That's weird. I've, I've had good soup. You know what I mean? I've right. not turned into a fucking murderer because my soup has come to life and gone, I'm back from a dimension where they've tortured me and skinned me for sexual pleasure. Fucking what? Anyway, it's a mint film now. Like I'm fucking, I'm, I'm fully into it. It's yeah, a great yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Same thing happened with this, right? This was Ben got one spicy girlfriend and went, "I oh, get our racer now." <laughs> Absolutely not. No, nope. Ben got pegged. I watched. Once and was I wa- like, oh, I get it. <laughs> I watched Hellraiser three times and was like, "You right? Oh, okay. I'm getting it. Right, I'm getting yeah, it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. but it was more. You can see the trolley. On the <laughs> on one of the Cenobites thing, it's a different thing. We'll get into it in a Hellraiser episode yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah. So this was, in my eyes, my first watch through. Past Lives was Hellraiser for hipsters, and I was like, mm-hmm. Rob's gonna fucking love this. <laughs> Rob is gonna fucking eat this up. That massive, uh-huh. dirty little hipster. I'm not a hipster. <laughs> Fuck right off. I'm not a hipster. You know, this, I mean, you are though, right? No. Genuinely not. I don't own a plaid shirt. I don't have one of those little knitted fishing hats. Do you want to know how I, I know you're a, a hipster? No, but you're going to tell me. You you roll your boot cut jeans up over no, don't. platinum. That's absolutely over not Doc true. Martins. That's absolutely you not You want to know how I know you're a hipster? <sighs> you wear cardigans in the summer. Not what? <laughs> you want to know how I know you're a hipster? Invention. Right. You unironically listen mm. to the strings in recent Radiohead music. Okay, yeah, no, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got you. Well, Spectre's not recent, but okay. Yeah. Oh, I can't disagree. It makes me more hipster. Spectre's not actually that recent. Yeah, I know. See? <laughs> okay, fair. You got me. Argue my point, yeah. man. This, okay. This whole thing felt like it was about to get to the sizzle. You know what I mean? It felt like right. it was building up to something, like the, the ingredients were there. You always use food metaphors. You work in a kitchen. Follow me on this one, right? It felt like right. the film was... It was mincing the meat. It was adding the breadcrumbs. Yeah, it yeah. was making a patty. It was fucking mm. seasoning it. It was leaving it, you know, like in a fridge. It was putting some fucking marinade or whatever on it. And it was about to hit the pan. And just right. as it was about to hit that sort of like perfectly, perfectly temperatured yeah, yeah, pan, yeah. it ended. And I was like, where is the bite? <laughs> where is the bite? Like, I yes. love the buildup. Where is the bite? Uh-huh. What did you expect from this going into it? Um, I expected more drama. I expected more melodrama. I expected bigger and more filmic and more dramatic stuff. Um, what I got was was way, way better than that. I'm going to struggle this episode, man, because okay. I do this podcast with you yeah. and I'm an intensely private person in lots of ways. Yeah. And one of the things I'm quite private about is... Like I used to be, and I'm recovering from being a very, very romantic person, and I hide the <laughs> shit out of that because when I when I explain it, when I say I'm romantic, shit like this happens. No, like 
<laughs> You're such a prick. I'm trying what to be you? like vulnerable. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I've what... written poetry before, man, for people. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this. Would, I knew this. Would, I knew this would happen. I'm Walk so off. regret. I'm so Walk regret. off. Hold on. <laughs> oh. It's why I got into. It's one of the reasons I got into cooking. Was cooking for for people. Rob. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm actually crying. I'm not saying I'm proud of any of this. I'm trying oh. to get better. Rob, I. It's not that I don't believe you, right? It's just that, right? Some of the shit that we say to each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I compartmentalize quite a lot. <laughs> I think I've known, how long have I known you? Like 18 years? Yeah. yeah. Fuck me. Oh, so, I'm actually tearing up. I'm so sorry. Uh, you were, you were saying about how you were, you were a romantic... You, were, you, were, you can't even you say it. You're a super romantic person. Say it with a straight face. I'm trying. Say it with a straight face. <laughs> right. I cry at romance films quite yeah. regularly, and this is the uh, this is the weirdest a... thing I've ever heard you say. By the way, like you say right. weird shit to me on a fucking daily basis. This is right. the most left field thing you have ever said to me right. in the eighteen years that I've known you. And you introduced yourself to me as a Japanophile. That is a literal <laughs> word that you said to me when I first met you, and I was like, uh -huh. I hate this cunt that's dressed like a magician. I like who says that word. I have a strong like I I when I do fall in love I fall in love really really hard and then I know that about you uh, I then ruin it or something goes wrong and I feel really really guilty about it forever okay and then I use it as a tool to self bully myself and then it's just not healthy and then given the last twenty four months of my life have been an absolute shit fight I'm not in a place where I feel like it would be a good idea for me to like I'm gonna hook my anchor onto someone else and be like ha ha. Right, you're taking the time. Good luck dealing with this now. You're taking the time to learn to love yourself. Right, taking the time. Rather than right. expecting someone else to do it for right. you, right? So watching a film, like a really subtle, delicate, beautiful mm -hmm. film about two people who could love each other very much and making a conscious decision not to, I was there like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, yeah, great, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, how am I going to talk about this without coming clean about the romancing? And then Ben's going to laugh at me. <laughs> I wasn't laughing. And I'm glad I was right. <laughs> I wasn't laughing at you. It was okay. I wasn't mm -hmm. laughing at you for being a, a romantic. That's a very sweet thing. You're a very lovely person. You're a very loving person. Right. And I adore you for it. The thing that caught me off guard right. is that you could have given me 10,000 guesses <laughs> and the fact that you were going to say that sentence would not have even cracked like the fuck. It. I, it, it, those right. words, I know what they mean yeah, 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 yeah. individually, but strung together of a in a sentence out of your mouth is like me reading part of the fucking breakdown again. It just made zero <laughs> sense to me. I'm so sorry. Okay. I wasn't laughing at you for being romantic. I was laughing because it was very shocking right. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you say that out loud. It's like you coming out and being sort of yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. by the way, I'm actually 16 squirrels in a trench coat. I'm not really a human person. <laughs> like, that's on the same level of where, okay. like, shocking yeah, revelations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 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 So, okay. I got a lot from it. And okay. I think it's it's not my favourite film of the Oscar nominees this year. It's not anywhere close to my favourite film of the year, but it is... Mm. It's a very, very good film. Okay. So did are you were you just confused by all of it? No, no, no. So obviously because my first watch through was so fucking like 
Yeah. Second watch the same. Second watch. Second watch was was a different experience altogether. Right. I knew right. what I was getting into. I knew what was coming, and it was. It, mm-hmm. I wasn't constantly waiting for for the event. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I, the film itself, like the story itself, is is the event, but it's just it's yes. spaced out very delicately over tw- like nearly three decades. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And once I once I had that in my mindset shit started to make sense to me. Like you recalibrated, right? You were you were zoomed Everything. out looking for big explosions and then none happened. So you zoomed in and saw all the details. Exactly. On my second watch of Past Lives, mm. what I did see was right. quite possibly one of the most beautiful, intense, delicate, subtle, mm. insanely personal love stories that I think I've ever seen. Right. Ever. It's like it's, it's like a watch. It's all tiny, tiny bits, all doing tiny, tiny movements. That's exactly but what it, it does, is. It does this thing where suddenly you're like, how is it doing it? Yeah, it, that, that was exactly it. And it, it's not massive. It's just it's just a slow progression of time. And you're like, oh, it's killing me. The second watch through, mate, I was, it fucking broke me into pieces. Because I think because I knew what was coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, made yeah. it 10 times worse, right? Mm. The first watch through, I was trying to find the logic and I was like, this doesn't make sense mm. to me. This is Hellraiser for hipsters. <laughs> and on my, right, yeah, on my yeah. second watch through, I was like, oh, love isn't about logic. It's fucking, it makes no sense in the best of situations. Like right. it's yeah, just yeah, two yeah. people being vulnerable, weird, exposed, and being, <laughs> finding a space with each other where you can be comfortable enough with a, another human being to do that in a healthy way you know what i mean totally 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 i i was surprised that that you liked it because you text me and you're like oh i like this film yeah i what surprised me is that there are films there are films that i would have recommended you watch but didn't so past lives Mm -hmm. uh covers kind of not infidelity but there's a love triangle there and there are other films that have covered really like strong romantic connections between people who aren't married to one another they're married to other people and i'm like yeah it's a brilliant film but ben's gonna go nope hate it, it's cheating do you know what i mean <clears throat> I, okay you i didn't do. with this one you didn't no <clears throat> I, I tell you why as well right I, I am very i am very sort of like fucking clear cut you're a loyal man yeah, i can't do the whole like emotional affair stuff i can't do anything like this yeah, any yeah, yeah. the fucking sliver of it i'm like nah nah right and i was a hundred percent certain in this you'd just be like nah okay and a that's very sweet that you know that about me and, you know, call me out on my shit. Thank you. <laughs> um, B, I feel like this film does it in... So, it, it, right, it treads a very delicate line and it could yeah. have it could have gone into an area where I, where I deem it as like inappropriate territory, right? right? But it never does. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where the tension came into it for me because it was... They, they traversed this line of everyone is so painfully honest yeah, yeah, yeah. about every aspect to every party involved and the, the, there is never a deceit there there is never anything there everyone is very open mm-hmm. very calm and very mature about the way that they communicate uh, a, a perfect example when um, when Nora is telling Arthur about Hasung yes Oh, it was so weird seeing him you know he's, he's, he's like very manly mm-hmm. and he's this that and the other and Arthur's like do you find him attractive and she's like I'm not sure I don't think so mm-hmm. but I'm not sure and it's like to, to respect someone and love someone enough to be that open and honest and not just go, no, 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 don't be silly. Of course I don't. Right. When you're unsure yourself, it's just- I, re- I that read that as of- a little bit of a white lie though, because I mean, looking at them on screen and they are just eyes fixed on each other giggling and I'm like, 
you find him attractive. How can you not find him attractive? Okay. Look at that man. Yeah. A, he's, <laughs> he looks like he's been fucking carved from marble. He is ridiculously right. attractive. I'm straight enough and I'm going, Meh. I'm not. And I am like, fucking hello, buddy. Who sung? You sung. Hey, sung. Uh, <laughs> you started so well. Oh, what can I say? He makes me weak at the knees. Yeah. I've got to think about this, right? Mm. I don't think that the that the staring and the, the searching each other is is like an attraction thing. I think it's trying to it's it's the connection. Yeah. It's searching for the connection that they've been looking for for the last two decades. And I don't think that it's ever quite there. And that's where her uncertainty comes from. That's where Nora's uncertainty of mm. whether he is attractive or isn't attractive, I think that's where it lies because the connection Maybe. Even though they have a very strong bond, yeah. I'm not sure whether that ever sort of seeps into I think we've got different facial expression manuals because I very much read that I as... I fucking hate, hate how good that was. <laughs> um, I hate just how good that then, was. Uh, just as in terms of, and like genuine as a, as a literal thing, like I think we, we just interpret those faces differently. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I also, I also the sort of, I think it was that thing of she wanted to say, yes, I find him attractive, but that's a weird thing. There's no cultural context for how to tell your husband you find another man attractive. So you kind of... She I mean, kind of goes, I, I want to so. be honest. So she just ends up like, mm, maybe, which is enough for somebody to be like, yeah, okay, they probably do. But I, don't know, th- I, I don't know, man. I, I see where you're coming from wholeheartedly. I, I also think that if that was the case, there would have been much more um, misdirection from Nora to Arthur because but she I know, is I, very I sort of I think it's like, literally just in that very second. I think it's not like she wants to hide the fact, she doesn't want to hide the fact that he's attractive. Mm-hmm. I think she's just wanting to soften the blow of, this is my husband. He's expressed being very insecure about this man. Mm-hmm. He's asked me a direct question. I don't want to lie to him, but I also don't want to be like, yeah, he is fucking smoking because that's just not a thing there's no cultural context for that. There's no social context yeah, for that. So that. she ends up in this weird spot where it has to be a sort of little white lie told for his benefit because she wants to be as honest as possible without feeding his paranoia. I think his the character of Arthur is incredible. Insanely like, good. The maturity Insanely of the husband good. character in past lives is insane. Incredible. Like there's there's a whole scene where like he wants to meet Sung and and they kind of meet and there's he you go is this going to kick off but it doesn't kick off it takes someone who is incredibly secure in their relationship maybe not secure because there are there are a lot of insecurities but in- incredibly sure of his relationship mm. like he's yeah, yeah. so certain that he is, yeah, he is where he's supposed to be with who he's supposed to be with that it doesn't matter about the the past connections and stuff like this and it also it also doesn't phase him too much in a way that he will that he would ever not support his partner exploring that and gaining closure from those yes from that experience do you know what i mean and it's 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 the most fucking again it all come for me i read it as it coming down as like the ultimate respect of that person yes yes yes, like yes you yes. love and respect this person so fucking much that they they deserve to have closure on an episode of their life that was never that never really panned out to be what it might have been. Yes. Did you know that the actors that played Ha Sung and Arthur 
right. were kept separate for the entire filming process of past lives. No, so I heard something about actors being kept separate. I thought it was the two leads, Nora and Hei Sung, that, that were kept separate. But right, they, I didn't know the husband as well. Okay, so Arthur and Hei Sung were kept separate mm. in the ways that like, they were not in the same room. They didn't meet right, okay. at all until the moment that Oof. they meet on screen. So during the take, Oof. when Ha Sung okay. goes into Arthur's apartment, mm -hmm. uh, Arthur and Nora's apartment, and they meet for the first time, mm -hmm. that moment right there caught on camera is the actual first moment that the two actors met in real life. So the awkwardness and the, the freshness and the body language ah. and the sort of the shuffling, the uncertainty, all real, mm. completely real. They, the way they did rehearsals and shit was through Skype, through Zoom. Um, right, okay. they, they were kept in separate rooms. They had they had the, the crew on the movie sending send in one actor in through one door and bringing them out mm. through a different door so that they would never cross paths. I was going to say, like, yeah. it, it's a great idea as a director to, to do stuff like that. Yeah, incredible. Until you realise that there's one gent's toilet and you're like, <laughs> oh, I meant, oh yeah, they had a whole system. <laughs> apparently they had a whole system of being sort of like, apparently the one, it was like they had wranglers. You know what I mean? They were just like, no, 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 keep them away. Get back in the cage. There's a brilliance to that though because that i mean on arthur's face mm -hmm. a lot of this film is said with faces but that thing of like hey sung walks in and it's just, arthur's face is just like he's so much taller and fitter than i am and he kind of he feels secure in his relationship but you can you can read the insecurity there but arthur's just as pretty man arthur is pretty i feel there was a bit in the movie Mate, they're where both fucking he, stunning i mean Nora, Nora was spoiled for choice in this film, man. Fuck right? Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. I, I do feel like Arthur is very pretty mm -hmm. in his own way, but there's a level of understanding that he shows at this film where I was like, is this going to take a turn? Is he, is he making moves towards the, the like the closet door? Do you know what I mean? Like, is he going to be stood? Because <laughs> at a certain point, I'm like. Arthur, man, like you're being so understanding. I'm, I'm beginning to question your motives. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, if he wants to come back for for wine, that's that's fine. What do you? Uh, are you tired? Do you want to? Do you want to? Are you guys hungry? What do you want to eat? My wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just chatting, and he's just popping up with like a little 90, 1990s VHS videotape <laughs> recorder. Oh, I just bought this at the flea market. I thought it's fun, you know. I'm just test this out, guys. <laughs> just ignore me. I'm going to see if it works in the dark. If you need me, I'll be yeah, in this yeah, cupboard, yeah, yeah. and all you see is the slats slowly move, and just yeah, like, you yeah. hear the, the, v, the VCR like fucking going. Um, I met a podcaster who could sell this. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Less eyes. Less eyes. Um, Ugh. Did you know that the story of past lives is based on Celine Sung? Let me do that again. You know the story of past lives? Yeah, the, the film we're covering. The yeah, film I, we're covering. I hope so. Good. Glad you watched it, buddy. Thank you for participating. It's uh, it's Celine Song, the director. She lived this mm. this story. She, uh, she apparently what? she had she had the idea for the film while sitting in the bar with her husband on one side, and her childhood sweetheart on the other side, and went, "This is a great story." I, I wonder mean, if it's people an would, odd. Yeah, it's an odd story, but I wonder if people <laughs> yeah, would like yeah, this story. Yeah. And then it was it was birthed from that. She wrote the script, and there you go. Like she she literally she sat there feeling like she was two different versions of herself mm. at the same moment. And was like, fuck, this is an incredible story. And when it's went and did it. I love I love not when it's your week to pick a movie, I love not 
reading IMDb, mm. and it's like it's like getting IMDb read to me, or like like the, all the news coverage where they go into the making of the film. Mm-hmm. That's my kink. I love reading that stuff. Okay, only bettered by having my best mate read it to me and me being like, "Oh, <laughs> you are like Arthur with fucking one foot out of the closet right now. You've you've pulled mm-hmm. out your VHS mm-hmm. camcorder. <laughs> the slats in the cupboard have moved. <laughs> I can hear the VCR whirring. You know what I mean? Read it. It's just you in a movie. I'm mm-hmm. like, read it. Tell me about the movie. Oh, mm-hmm. but, but what did the director say about the mise en scène? <laughs> um, that's getting cut. Uh, point you just made though about her sat there and feeling like there's two different versions. Yes. I think it's important, or at least I felt it was important when watching this film, the immigrant story, that she's a Korean woman who's immigrated to the United States of America via Canada. Yeah. And there's a real sort of thread. There's a line there where she says, um, we're all potted plants. We must find where we put down roots. And that sort of sense of torn identity in past lives where does Nora see herself as an American mm-hmm. called Nora or as a Korean woman called Na Young? Yeah. And it, the difficulty that I think every first generation immigrant has. I know I had this experience with second generation immigrant girlfriends and their parents are like, we're, we're Indian or we're Chinese and mm-hmm. seeing our children grow up being British is a really odd thing it's a really difficult thing because it feels like a bit of us and a bit of our lives and a bit of our heritage right has kind of been cut away been cut off yeah yeah, yeah. i think nora in this film is really going through that is she defined by where she's from or where she's chosen to be um and there's yeah. a version of her that stayed in korea yeah because it's i think it's there is a a, a love triangle aspect yeah, yeah but i think what makes I think what makes past lives so good is it's more than just a love triangle. Yes. There's that immigrant identity story of not only does it represent two men that she could be, each of those men represents she could a different be? woman that she could be. Oh, yeah. okay. I see. I see. Sorry. I you, not only right. is there two men that she could be, I was like, <laughs> did we watch the same film? 20. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that sense of, of who does, who does she see herself as? I love that. Is, is lovely layer to this film where yeah. it, it adds the personal stakes beyond the romantic. Mate, you could, it's not just, you can, who do I fancy? It's like, who am I? Yeah. And I don't know. T- I don't know who I'm going to be happiest with because I don't know who the fuck I am. It's fucking and boy. I related to that. Yeah, same, <laughs> dude. Second watch through that shit broke me, man. That shit mm. destroyed me because you're just sitting there being sort of like, this is essentially a fucking time travel movie, right? There are there are right. two versions of Nora that are playing out simultaneously, and it was yeah. you're watching it the first time. I was watching it the first time through, and I was like, the fuck is this? And the second time it <laughs> came on, time skip. yeah, I was just literally it's by the oh, dude. Don't even start me with the fucking twelve year shit, right? The second time through, I'm literally like, oh my god, this is like, <laughs> this is what could have been, and this is what mm. might be, and they're running simultaneously to what is, and it's like this is yeah. almost fucking time travel, but there's no mention of sci-fi or any of this shit, and I was getting too <laughs> excited, and then boom, yep. Celine Song just fucking breaks me down. It, it was like. She never let me get too comfortable in my in my no. seating arrangement. You know what I mean? She just fucking trimmed yeah, me at the yeah, knees. Yeah. Every chance she got, she fucking shinned me with a skateboard. <laughs> it was just sort of like comfortable. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Beautiful. My favorite character in past lives. Arthur, without question. The Bridges. 
Are they the neighbours? Are they in yes. on this? No, mate. Like the physical bridges. There's fucking. There, there's so much. There are a. There are a lot. Oh, there are so many shots. Oh, of bridges. I see where you and, might be going and with this stuff that's sort of like connecting two places. Connecting. Right? Oh, that's a really annoying that I didn't notice that. You've got the bridge that where Hasung and Nora sit next to the mm. carousel, right? The carousel, famously old carousel, mm. with the bridge that links you to New York City. A famously yeah. like fucking fast paced, forward moving mm-hmm. city, the big fucking apple. You know what I mean? Connecting old with new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got this thing that's sort of like lingering over their experience with each other. And then she talks about how her and Arthur have been there and how they go there a lot and how they fight there a lot. And it's this, that, and the other. And it's just my favorite character is this bridge because it's just connecting right. two places and this entire fucking that's- film. Is just about is about bridges between people. You bridges between people. <laughs> Tell me that I've not fucking nailed that I'm not nailing Oscar you season. Have. All right, <laughs> you are. You actually are. You actually are. There's a theory about past lives, right, where people are beginning to question if Sung goes and kills himself afterwards because some of the dialogue, right, some of the dialogue. Don't about, just fucking drop it right and then crack on like normal. What? <laughs> the fuck? It's based on a mis- it's based on a misread of some of the dialogue, oh, okay. especially in the translation in the English translation of some of okay. the Korean bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And okay. some people are wondering if there's a bit of finality in what he's when he's saying, "I'll see you in the next life," right? Oh. But here's the thing: I did think it was a weird goodbye. You know that scene, the end scene where she walks him to the Uber. Yes. And it's a single shot. And they start at the house and then the camera tracks down the street to the left. Yeah. And it's almost like they're walking back in time because we read from right to left. It's like they're walking back in time. Uh, She's taking him from the front door. Yeah. Back to the start, dropping him off. They say goodbye. And then she walks from left to right back to her future. And what's at the end? Arthur. Oh, that's just giving me goosebumps. (laughs) That's fucking incredible. Oh, and the reason shit. I say the fucking the right. Uber drives off to the left, right? Which is why I say he doesn't kill himself because he's going forward to his life. Because the next scene is him on the bridge, yeah, going left to right, yeah. Holy shit, man, that's <laughs> fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, it's going into his future as an Bro. Uber driver. <laughs> that's fu- as an Uber driver. Did you just say? <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I read the I read Nora uh, walking Hasung back to the uh, to the Uber drop off point. I read it a little bit different, right? So you know, mm. earlier on in the film when they're kids, yes, and Nora is about to immigrate, and it's the it's the last time that Hasung is going to walk her home from school, and yeah, w- the entire way they're silent, right? The coldest goodbye I've ever seen. It's the coldest goodbye ever. But what was the positioning? Uh, she was on the left. He was on the right. Nora was slightly in front, and her son uh... was kind of following. And it was almost like he was lingering, like wanting to say something, mm. but never does. And then in the final scene, you've got Nora who's lingering behind her son, which is like the mm. reverse, as if she's sort of like lingering to say something, but doesn't. And then. Both scenes end in a very fucking like heartbreaking goodbye, mm. but it's almost like roles reversed, where the 
the the curiosity is now on the other oh, foot. Oh, nice. And that, that's how I read it. But the fucking, the left to right shit, mate, that well, I think I, literal goosebumps. <laughs> I think both are right, and that's what makes it brilliant. And that's one of the main reasons I love Past Lives, right, is... What's that? The first time I watched it, I was like, okay, it's going to be a romance movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it is a romance movie. And I think this is why A24 released it. Okay. And it's it's a subversive... A24 do subversive stuff. Yeah, they're f- I incredible. don't think... What do, what do you mean, right, though? I don't it's not, think... not a romance movie. I think it's a love movie. And I'll tell you the difference. Okay. You'll know because you work in a porn shop, right? I think romance movies are the pornography of love. Okay. It's it's magnified. It's over overdone. Oh. It's all the maximum, the most. It bears no real relationship to the actual act of love itself or okay. sex itself. Yeah, yeah. Pornography is the magnified, over the top version sure. of sex. Yeah, yeah. And I think romance things happen in romance movies. You're like, that's super toxic. That's super clingy. You know, oh, I will yeah, always yeah. love you no matter what you do. And that's a promise that I can make as a 22 year old. And you're like, <laughs> hi, Jennifer really? Aniston. I got way too drunk, switched out your sperm donor sample with my own. You've actually been raising my child for the last seven years. Yeah. Want to get married? That exists. That's a real fucking a plot. Move. That's a real plot. Right. That's a real thing. For a romance. Yeah. And I think this isn't a romance movie. I think this is a story about love and it's realistic. Okay. And it's it's recalibrating what a romantic film can and should be. Everything that happens in yeah. this film, every reaction that happens is small, subtle. And the entire way, like you said, you think yeah. that that burger of, of like all oh, drama is going to hit the pan yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's going to be all this sizzle. But that's not what happens in real life. You don't walk away from a mortgage and a happy relationship and go, oh, actually, I'm going to throw my entire life into into disarray for this chance for a person when you're I, already happy where you are. Yeah, for a person that loved me, loved a version of me that existed in the past. Right. And that I and it's, was into a yeah. version of him in the past, except for now, right. 24 years have passed and we're not those people anymore. And I think it's okay to make those practical decisions yeah. and those real life decisions and I think it's brave for a film to say it's okay to make practical, mm. meaningful decisions in your life that aren't, fuck it, I'll just roll the dice. Yeah. That's a really irresponsible way to live your life, as you fuck and I me. can attest, right? Yeah, a thousand percent. How many times in our life have we just gone, oh, fuck it, we'll roll the dice? Okay, what? Yeah, every time every time a, a fucking opportunity has risen to be sort of like, hey, do you want to have like a nice early night in or do you want to rail cocaine and go be weird for the next 14 hours? <laughs> when have I ever gone... Yeah, I'll just I'll just head to bed. Never. That's successfully for two years, mate. That's what you've been doing. Two and a half years, but that's not through like <laughs> that's not through self impulse. That's like I need to go sober, otherwise I'm going to die. Do you know mm. what I mean? That's where yeah, that yeah, comes yeah, from. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the thing that's just clicked this whole film, it fuck it, it doesn't show you any of the big life events. No, it doesn't show you any of the weddings or the friends giving like <laughs> having children it doesn't no. show you the career changes the house moves it doesn't show you the fucking funerals mm. it doesn't show you any of this shit it shows you the the fucking tiny mundane yeah it does weird everyday events day to day brushing your teeth and having a chat with having your husband. a chat to your husband whilst you're fucking doing your, your, your like yeah. face cleansing routine like that's mundane <laughs> as fuck yeah but it's the but whole, important it's the fucking main point of the film it's dude <laughs> yeah this shit, okay, this yeah. shit just sort of like, this, 
at the risk of sounding corny as fuck, mm-hmm. there are so many fucking layers to this film that just they all yeah. interlock so perfectly. It's a beautiful, beautiful film. It's, it's fucking incredible. Film. For a directorial debut as well. Are we, are we joking? Like, is this... <laughs> what the fuck is... is Celine Song is going to be like a fucking monster in three movies or, time. Or the drama movie Blomkamp. I'm in for it. I fucking love Blomkamp. Unashamedly. <laughs> Unashamedly. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm in. Show me Celine Song's demonic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to trigger TikTok with me? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay, because we've not we've not launched that trigger TikTok clip yet. Not yet. But I feel like we've kind of well, explained I mean, to tomorrow, the listener, right? you know, why we love this film. Right, it is yeah. big time. So let's do it. Let's do it again before knowing what the results were. Right. Sure. That sounds like fuck sure. it. Let's just roll the dice. Fuck it. Let's roll the dice. <laughs> hey, when has that ever led us astray before? <laughs> so, uh, so I'm trying to think what we can do. Oh, I've got, I've got something. I've got something. Go right. Okay, you got to do your, your deadpan and then yeah, and mean, then oversell it. Right, let me get okay, my face okay, shot out okay. and I can say whether you're being serious or not. Yeah, okay. Okay, so in past lives, there's a bit of confusion about the ending. Okay. Because she she meets Haesung yeah. and she walks him uh, from her door all the way left, right? Yeah, from right to left. There's a the, this yeah. very yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are saying, is that a time thing or whatever? Uh, okay. you know, is it like he's going back in, like putting him back in the past? Right. And I think it's because that's where his Uber is picking him up from. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think, we'll see I how think we goes. end the video we'll there. You know what I mean? Just fucking we zoom in there. on my right. weird yeah, 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 yeah. ooh mouth and yeah. then we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that we're double dipping before we even know if this works. I, I don't care. He's going to come out and get like a hundred hits. Dude, I don't care whether this works or not. I'm just having a lot of fun making stupid yeah. shit. So it's fun. It's good. Speaking of fun, I'm looking at the time and I'm thinking maybe we do what we did last week and play the game on YouTube. The game, the game's on YouTube. The game will be on YouTube. I, we Bearing in mind, dear listener, there's a lot of you uh, that listen to the audio show. We know we get the numbers. Yeah. We also get the numbers for the game on YouTube and they're not the same. So some of you aren't turning up. And I'm a little bit upset. We're not pointing fingers here, but fucking Steve. Point, point, Steve. Steve in Wichita. Show us the proof, Steve. I really hope there isn't a Steve in Wichita because he's having a really fucked up day right now. <laughs> Can you imagine if we actually get a screenshot from someone called Steve and it's just the video that's fully played? I'm going to feel fucking awful. <laughs> and so should you, Steve, for not doing it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> what are you rating past lives? Right. Ben? This film is impossible mm. to cover properly. It's it's <laughs> fucking impossible. There is, there is no way that me and you right. sitting here right now can sum up this film accurately in a way that covers it and is relatable for everyone because right. this film is so... If you think this is bad, wait until, <laughs> wait until I bring American fiction and us two white British podcasters can talk about that film. Okay, I've not seen it yet, so I'm, I'm not sure what it's about, but I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. But me and you, right... Mm. Me sitting here watching yeah. past lives, me being a 35-year-old man in a relationship, it gives yeah. me a very distinct perspective on the events right. that unfold in this film, right? Right. You, Rob McFarlane, being a much, much older 35-year-old man, but single, <laughs> will have a, a different a different outlook on so this film, prick. right? Oh, I'm the prick, right. fucking little misspelling bee, giving me the doth... <laughs> turning me into a fucking Victorian ghost for the intro. (laughs) So I imagine that a couple who have been married for 50 fucking years 
and I've been mm. I've been through the ups and downs, the ins and outs. I've have lived these. It's something that might be similar to the story. It might be wildly different, but it's a story that's based mm. in love, right? Right. Those yeah, guys yeah. will have a much different view of this film than me and you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. As I imagine. A 22-year-old who's fresh out of a relationship. I imagine that they would have a very different outlook on this film than me and you do. So for us to cover this properly, for everyone, everyone, I feel like we have to live this film, Rob. So I'm going to put it out there that in 12 years' time, we come back and we cover (laughs) past lives, right? We'll do it again from whatever position we're in at that moment, and we'll cover the same film from that perspective and that moment in time. And then, Rob McFarlane, what we're going to do is in 12 years after that, we're going to do it again. What I love as well is that it's almost like a fail safe. Yeah. So like for if for whatever reason, I don't know, uh, we finally cover Magnolia mm-hmm. and it turns out I love it and I can't live with the shame. You do love it. And we have to stop the podcast. I've never seen, I've want, seen it once when I was like 15. Do you want to know how I know you're a hipster? Oh. The only physical media that you own is Magnolia on DVD three times. And how many copies of those have I bought then? None. I bought you all three. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. And also, I've got Nine Inch Nails live albums on DVD, so meh. Um, oh, yeah. I, yeah. What's the number? What's the number? I, I agree to the 12 years. I agree to the 12 years because, yeah, if, if, if this all goes tits up 12 years mm-hmm. from now, we'll have to be like, I'll have to ring you up and be like, mate, it's time. Okay. And it might, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like cicadas. Yeah, sound. I'm in it, man. I'm in it. Um, I, I'm going to give it a fat 10. This this absolutely this ten. absolutely blew my mind. It is an, it's a gorgeous film. It's incredibly mm-hmm. deep. It's incredibly subtle. Um, right. If you are going to use a face chart, used advanced. Just going to put that one out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah. I I'm not going to give it a fat ten. We can't go higher. That's that's ludicrous. No, 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 no. I'm 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 giving. Then you're it, wrong. I'm it, uh, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm very angry. I'm not. I'm not angry. I I thoroughly enjoyed okay. it. Okay, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, it's got a lot of relevance to places and times and people that I've known in my life. Um, I it had the potential to utterly destroy me, and it didn't. Okay. So I can't give it a fat 10. There are films like The Bridges of Madison County mm-hmm. by Clint Eastwood yep. um, that utterly ruin me. Like I ugly cry. I'm like, it's like snot coming out. Yep. Um, and this didn't do that. So I, I just can't realistically give it a fat 10. I'll give it a nine because everything else, everything about it is perfect. It just didn't connect. Nine's didn't, still fucking great me. though, man. Uh, to be fair, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fantastic film. It just didn't. Catch me Got you. and make me blub. Got you. So it, it can't be a 10. We'll we'll come back and visit this film again in 12 years and see where we're up to with it. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a race through Comment Corner this week. I mean, I've, I'll, I've I'll... won Comment Corner. We can just do this one if you want because I've won it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, send off. Like, we don't need to. Uh, okay. There's, there's one, and I guarantee you it's not right. going to get better than this. This is the best one that I, I'm not just saying for this week. I think this is the best one that we've ever had. Unironically, oh, I think it's the best we've one. We've had some good ones. We've had some fucking okay. absolute corkers, right? We've had people that are genuinely right. furious at us for talking about right. Oh, oh, okay. Before you do yours, I've got a really short one. Okay. I've got a really short one that I love. Go, 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 go. Hit so I found on YouTube mm-hmm. the censored comments, the ones that they aren't allowed. Oh, I haven't looked through do. these yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. So uh <laughs> there's one yeah. that just says Twats. 
Yes. There's another one. <laughs> uh, that isn't what a spoiler is, you limey retards. Yes. Love That's it. That's fair. But this is my favorite because, I mean, it's not true mm-hmm. because you're in a relationship and I'm obviously delicious. Sure. But. The lack of pussy you both get is bleeding from this clip. Oh, that's what a great a, what one. A line. That's a, what a fucking line. golden one. I'm furious it isn't true. Oh my god, dude, that's that's frameable that is, man. Right? I've screenshot That's it. frameable. I've screenshot All right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 1000%. Okay. <laughs> I've got one that's also frameable. Oh, Are you ready for okay. this one? So this is If they can beat that, I'll be surprised. Right. That's that's a good Dude. Uh, you're not ready for it. You're not ready for it. Right, okay, hit me. Hit this me. is on Instagram, and it's obviously on the fucking, the one reel that's done millions over the three platforms, right? You ready? Yeah, yeah. This is from Paul08. Mm-hmm. What a bunch of idiots. Civil War is the first movie of phase three. And when Furt <laughs> is yalking about Thor, he's talking <laughs> and out... We are happen in New Mexico, not in the Dar world. Just stop posting things that you're not knowledgeable. It just makes you look stupid. <laughs> well, fuck me, oh, buddy. You've really right. fucking shown us one there. <laughs> Egg on our face. Know what I mean? What a bunch of idiots here, buddy. Whew. Oh, my God. It was almost what it, mate, hero. honestly. Trying to... Trying to not correct that as I was reading it was the hardest thing. It's it's like every second word is wrong and it's my favourite thing that exists because I really, really hope <sighs> that this guy's done that on purpose just to be fucking hilarious. <sighs> you absolute well, human idiots. And then it's just like ham-fisted the rest of the comment. Like, <laughs> 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 it's fucking wicked. Well, thank you, Paul. Paul! Oh, wait. <laughs> um, we're, we're now going to go record the game for YouTube. That was current comment corner. Yes. Uh, well, thank you, Paul. Paul! Oh, wait. Oh, wait. We're going to now go record our after show for YouTube, the the game that we we, we skipped. Yeah, yeah. Come join us. We know the numbers. There are thousands of you here and about 20 of you on the game. Yes, so. Steve. Steve. Fucking Steve. Um, but that was Comment Corner. If you want to be part of it, uh, come over to YouTube. We'll do YouTube exclusive next week. Um, oh, will we? And if you... Yeah, we yeah, will. All right, then we're doing we YouTube will. exclusive next week because we've both decided it and we both love that idea. That yeah, sounded exactly. way more sarcastic Steve, than I made it to. I'm super into Steve it. Steve won't be involved. Yeah, Steve, fucking leave it. All right, we get it. Uh, in the meantime, before you navigate over to YouTube and see what lovely game we've picked for you this week, I'm going to just cosplay a society and do what society always does. Uh, while Ben mm-hmm. is going to wrap up the themes and morals of this movie into a nice little Monday motivation speech to thank you for spending an hour of your time with us, especially at the start of the yeah. week. Um, while I just tell you to consume. Hope you got some big lungs on you there, buddy, because you just cut out my entire outro. Guys, we love and appreciate each and every one of you so fucking much from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for hanging out with us. It's been an absolute joy. My Monday motivational message is you are exactly where you are. That is it. That is all you're in control of. Fucking own it. Love it. And if you don't love it, own the journey that you want to take to get to where you want to be. That's the only thing that you can do. Past lives has taught us one thing and one thing only. Bridges are mint.